When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owl are. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing a murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Yeah, you recording? I'm recording, yeah Wow Okay, wow, so insane. Welcome to the Wolf and Out We've got a little bit of a situation here I'm going to be honest, I'm quite stressed out about it your laptop is 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 falling apart, right? Well, I don't know if it's falling apart, but it keeps kicking us out. Well, it keeps kicking me out of Zoom. Uh, right. We've tr- this is our fifth attempt at trying this. I think it's because my internet is janky. Right. Yeah. 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 But because um, usually you're like sort of quite good at this sort of stuff, aren't you? Well, I don't think I can be blamed for the laptop kicking me out. Do you know what I mean? But do you, how old's your laptop? Like two, three years, four years, maybe. That's not, mate. You know what's going? You no, 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 mate. It's rigged. Apple rigged the game, didn't they, bro? What do you mean? Well, what it is, right, is Apple do it so your laptop will stop working around the four year mark. So you have to go and buy a new one. I can't buy a new one. Are you joking? You, 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 no, that's you, exactly what I do. That's not sustainable. Well, it's sustainable actually. Apple are doing all right, aren't they? But what, the point I'm trying to make, yeah, but you can't replace mate, a laptop every four years. Mate, it's exactly what they do. All of your Apple products after four or five year mark start failing. It's Steve Jobs' legacy. Wow. It's like literally everything I've ever had, iPads. I don't laptops, want I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but that's fucked. Um Yeah. And, and also and my inter- I, don't know what's going, I don't know what's going on my internet, man. It's like it's got slower. I looked on, I like did a testing, this is so boring, but I did a test of the router and everything, and then it said, your internet's slower than it used to be, but it is above what we've guaranteed your speed should be. It, oh, man. I'm Mate, in a real, you're getting your I'm in a, trousers pulled down by all angles. Oh, my God, I'm getting absolutely turned over here. It's like all of the modern tech people have got together and just had it into you today. Yeah. Like, okay, well, it's, yeah, it's quite barbaric in a way. It's weird doing this as a face. Like this well, we'll see. As well. we'll see how this. I mean, we're we're at, now we're operating on a delay, so the, whatever slow timing we had on this podcast anyway is going to be even slower. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. How, how, have you, 
Um, also, but anyway, bef- welcome to the Wolf and Owl. Sorry, welcome to the Wolf and Owl. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if this goes out, who knows if it will do? But um, what's hilarious is you're sitting in like sort of this fucking souped up, sweet, sweet fucking recording studio that you've made. Um, well, <laughs> I, I know you're speaking freely because there's no video. I'm just in my office. So, yeah, well, yeah. But it's got a recording annex in it, right? No, there's no recording oh. annex in my office. This is just like where I sit to work. Um, but usually when you've been doing it in your bedroom or like Theo's room, it's been really like, banging. Yeah. You well, know what you what... need to get is you need to get those little um, uh, boosters, internet boosters, mate. I'm going to go buy a load today. But there's no point because I'm right... Listen, mate, where I'm right now, I'm right by the router. I mean, I couldn't get closer. What? I mean, I mean, if I was sat on top of it, I wouldn't be getting a stronger signal. Do you know what right, I mean? It's, it's literally what I'm on. Something's up, mate. I mean, like, if this was the beginning of a movie, like, the, you know, King Kong or Godzilla would have attacked the first village by now. What does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Normally I can follow your, your room... convoluted train of thought, but how does my having bad internet mean that King Kong would have attacked the first village? Right, because it's now like your, your, your internet going down, right? Your laptop going down. These are signs, right? Do you remember Deep Impact, the film, the lesser film of the time, right? There was Deep Impact and there was another one, yeah? Oh, Steve Tyler did that. Yeah, right? Two films going very close to each other. I arguably think Deep Impact is better. A lot of people didn't because of Steve Tyler. Don't want to miss the thing song, right? Which was about his daughter. Really? Yeah. Liv Tyler? Is that Liv Tyler? Yes. What's she up to now? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish I'd not mentioned it. Right now, I don't... I don't I don't mean right now, like what she yeah. doing, well, she's pretty sleeping, she's in LA, but I mean, like, I wonder what she's doing career wise. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, got, I mean, she doesn't really yeah, have anyhow. to do anything, does she? But anyway, go on. Right. Anyway, right. What my point is, is the moment, you know, like they, the, that kid in Deep Impact clocks at the meteorite coming to Earth. Yeah. Right. It's in the first five pages. Your internet going down, that's happened. And that's so that what I'm saying is you need to get on top of this before. A meet like not meteorite, but something like your internet just completely folds. Well, what I'm, I mean, what I would say is, very rarely do you see an apocalypse film where the first signal is that somebody can't log on to their podcast. Do you know what I mean? But well, you might do soon because podcasts are getting bigger and bigger now. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, Tom, what do you think? What do you think of my hair? What have you had something done to it? I've not had anything done to it. It's just I, I'm not having it cut because. As part of my, go long? I'm going to grow it out for the wolf and owl. We'll see what happens. It's, it's, yeah, I got messaged about the extension thing. Uh, you didn't get me. I still think it would look phenomenal with the extensions. What? Well, how long are we talking about for extensions? What? How long to have them? Yeah. I, well, I, at first I was thinking like a bob. Now I think it would look kind of cute if you got it down to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> like that long hair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. But I, I'm just going to try. I'm going to see if, like, while I'm on tour, I'm going to grow it out and see what happens. What do you reckon? I just, Are you going to cut it at all? Or? Yeah, I'm going to get it like a little bit trimmed up because apparently you're going to an awkward stage. Do you know what I mean? But I'm thinking like I'm going to get through that awkward what, stage. Like a, like a puberty to that stage of your hair? Well, it's just like it's going to grow out all here, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So I've got to try and... But like your hair's just going to be walking around like kicking stuff and sort of not doing what you tell it to. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah, a little bit. That is kind of what it's going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre pubescent. Yeah, not, well, pub. I don't know. But anyway, the point is, I'm going to grow it. Like I think, like so that to the length. 
What do you think to the length that I look like I'm lead singer of a, a 80s rock band? Yeah, look cool actually. Yeah. But does your head, hair go down or up? It goes up and out, really. I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to sort of really sort of brush it down and sort of like, you, it's going to take some controlling. Yeah, it's also going to take about two years. That happens to tour a year. Well, best part of a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what's like, what, are you going to keep growing a beard as well? No. I'm not, no. I've got to look like... you could like, rename... I don't want the whole thing to look like just an accident, do you know what I mean? I'm just sort of like... You Because know, you could end up, by the end of your tour, looking like Forrest Gump, you know, when he's running around the world. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your vibe, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit, I'm, like, I'm yeah, a bit yeah. thrown by this whole internet thing. I, I mean, what, what do I do? I've got, you know, you've got to do what I did. Man. Like, number one, there's some amazing souls who listen to this who are in the internet game, and they they could they could reach out and help you out. But you've got to let them into your heart, as I did, right? Well, no, what you did was you made a complaint, and then they got in touch. The company got in touch and sorted out, and then you gave them a shout out, like a little corporate sellout. That's what you did. It wasn't a corp. Yeah, mate, no, I gave the guy a shout out who was phenomenal. Mm. He was a beautiful man, mm. right? Now, what my point is, is right now you are in the fucking, you're in the mix, mate. Because they're, they're, they're basically saying your internet is not working for what you need it to do, right? But they're using that corporate jargon of saying, oh, don't worry, Mr. Reagan, Nathan, it's shit, but it's not shit as it would be for us to have to give yeah, you a refund. We, we, it's shit, but we guaranteed shit. So you've yeah. got what we promised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Essentially, it's like they've given you your food, but they've forgotten your chips. But they're like, well, you've got your vegan burger. Yeah. So what are you fucking whinging about? Mm, yeah. And How have you been apart from aside the internet? How have you been? Uh, well, I've been quite stressed out about the internet, to be honest with you. But um, is it, has this happened in, it, before today? Or? Yeah. I was doing an interview in Nahal on Five Live and like it was on right. Zoom and it cut out a couple of times during the interview on live radio. Oh, wow. And then, and then I did uh, Lisa's favourite podcast, Parenting Hell, yesterday. And wow, that was a bit. That was a You're bit. You're doing tricky. a lot of press for your tour, right? Well, I'm trying to sell this tour out, mate. I mean, I, 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 do you know what I mean? There's a couple of dates that need a little bit of uh, a little bit of love. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what they are, but um, you know, it's uh, I'm on that grind. You know. Yeah, but you're an arena comic now, so it's like big for you. Mm. You're, you're a big dog. You're a big yeah. You're a big alsatian out there now. What people won't know, especially as we don't have video, and we certainly wouldn't put this bit particular clip out, is Tom's got a, like a little smile on his face. Like, <laughs> it, 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 he's pretending to compliment for audio, but the video tells a completely different story. It's a real shame I can't put this up. It's a horrible little oh, snaky move by you. <laughs> no, no, but you are. You're in arena. This is arena. It's an arena tour. You can have all the belts. Mate, you're going to have like. A massive team going out with you, which is exciting, man. Only for the like arenas. Fucking... Only for the arenas. Is it? I'm doing like, yeah, right. I'm, I'm not doing exclusively arenas, but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's nice though. It's are you exciting, trying to give bro. me anxiety? Is that what you're trying to do? Is that the aim of no, this? No, no, mate. I, I, I've seen your show. It's fucking banging. It's exciting. It's mm. very exciting. You should be ready to fucking... People should be ready for the fire because Romesh Ranganathan is bringing it around the U UK and then potentially further afield. Mm, Okay. Well, I'm going to Australia oh, in October. You? Do you want to come with me? Well, yeah, I mean, I'd love to. How long are you going for? A month. You, are you going with the family? No. I mean, the trouble is, if I go out there, I'm going to have to actually work out there. So then it's like I'm following your way. You've got to sell all the tickets. They're not going to come and see me and you. Yeah, but, yeah, that, but you can come and do like meet and greets and stuff like that. You meet up with all these people. Well, that you said being, you're... Like, basically, going there as your PA. 
not my PA, you're not required to do anything, do you know what I mean? Apart from just sort of smile and look pretty. And then kind of just, um, you know, like all of the I'm people in Austra- all... all of the people in Australia that you promised to take out for a pint or whatever that you thought would never... Mate, if I, would, I could think of nothing better than going out to Australia and get drinking and having a good time with all the people I've promised that for and just hanging around with you. I do, however, think if I send to Catherine and she'd go, oh, I'm going to go out for the whole of a month to Australia. Oh, are you gigging there? No, no, no. I'm probably actually going to get sort of like spend quite a lot of money hanging out with Romination. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Hanging out with Rom Romination. That's what we call you in our house. As in Rom and Asian? No, Romination. Oh, okay. Like, you know, Rom the Asian. Um, <laughs> no, and then basically turn, <laughs> turning, uh, turning up and just lurking about with you and being a background of shots. I basically end up just being like fucking, uh, Mark, what's his name, Mark Owen for the whole time I'm out there. Lurking Mark about Owen was Gary a... Barlett. What are you talking about? Mark Owen was a... What, are you saying Mark Owen didn't right, do Jason anything to take that? Mark Owen and Jason Orange have been nicking a living just lurking about with Gary Barlow. Oh, my now. God. Shots fired, man. Shots fired. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm, okay. They're basically back in singings for Gary Barlow now. And look, Barlow's got some talent, but, you know, I don't look at Take That as being like... A, I look at Take That as Gary and Mark. And look, they're lovely boys. I think Mark Owen's a lovely man. If any, if any of them that I'd like to just take out, I think he's probably vegan like you from what I can gather. If I was going to take anyone out for some like, you know, enemy beans and like soup and broccoli and stuff, it would probably be like your Mark Owen. But like, I don't think he's yeah, as in the, the front row as Gary So well done for naming those. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Apart from that, how have you been? What else has been going on in your life? Uh, I've just been doing a tour warm-ups. Uh, I, I actually, I'll tell you what did happen to me. I, um, I went and did a leg day with the Swan, as in, like, we went wow. to PT and did legs. Yeah. And the PT said, Chrissy said, we're going to do, like, split squats and we're going to try and increase the depth of your squat and all this stuff. I ended up doing, like, it was pretty hardcore. Anyway, that was on Friday... I still can't comfortably sit on a toilet today as I'm talking to you. Like, like ne- Split squats are hard, man. They're the hardest ones. Bulgarian squats, they're called, aren't they? Yeah, Bulgarian squats. Yeah. Bulgarian sw- split squats, but I don't like to sort of, you know, I, I think they're for everybody, so I don't like to attach a yeah. nationality to them. You know, it's whatever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but the Bulgarians invented them. The Bulgarians could do with a little bit of a shout-out now and again for shit that they've done. They haven't brought a lot to the world, so 
Well, like, I mean, I mean it's an incredible. I mean, first of all, it's an incredible thing that you would say that they've not brought a lot to the world. Secondly, oh no, but nothing as big as inventing a split squat. That's massive. That's massive for them as a nation. Well, I don't even. know. I've been to Bulgaria numerous times. It's a lovely country full of beautiful people. But if you turn around to them and say, what are you most proud of? You're, well, we invented the split squat. I don't think they say we're most proud of the split squat. Well, no, obviously, because they did some amazing stuff during the Second World War. They've done some incredible bits mm. and bobs during that you know, over time, right? But the split squat is what they're synonymous with, that and probably Berbatov and Sorchkov. I, mean, I, 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 I don't even... Sometimes it, I can't even believe the lack of knowledge that we have on this, that we, that we talk out loud about stuff. What, hold on, let me just look this up. What, are Bulg- what is Bulgaria famous for? I bet it's one of the split squats one of, in the first five things. Okay. If not the first two. What is Bulgaria famous for? Just bit of... Oh, Plovdiv. Have you been to Plovdiv? Yeah, I've been to Plovdiv, yeah. I told the story on here of Plovdiv. Right? Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. That's why I remembered it. What is Bulgaria famous for? Ten things Bulgaria is famous for. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go on, hit me. Yeah. Black Sea Beaches. Yeah, very nice. But okay. like, ruined by the English, by the way. Yeah. You've ruined them. Mm, okay. You're distancing yourself. You ever see that show? Uh, was it called Sunny Beach or something like It was about Bulgarian and people going out and partying there. No, I didn't see that. It was on Channel 4. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, number yeah. two, ski resorts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but these aren't legacy things. These are like every country's got these sorts of things. I mean, well, like, not what every, they, what, Okay. Plovdiv. Okay, like probably... Plovdiv? I mean, if they're holding it, arguably, I've done a split squat and I've been to Plovdiv. One of the one of the oldest cities in the world. Yeah, yeah. I will also say that it needs a bit of a refresh. Plovdiv. My God. No, it does. It's like a little bit like needs a little bit of TLC. Yeah, but they've got but they've got to keep it like looking traditional. Yeah, sticking a couple, stick a couple of new hotels in there. Mm. Vegas it up a bit. Okay. That's exactly what Plovdiv needs. Yeah. Be a bit more Vegas. <laughs> Can I just say, look, look, while we're sort of talking about places, Vegas, if anybody can survive spending more th- than three days there without going insane, I'd be am- I-, I spent a week there for Robert Romish versus. That place, man, it's not good for your health, just generally. Mate, I went, do you know, when I was 21, I went for a week there, right? And then it's outspended a month instead. Do you know what? That, do you know, like sometimes when you like hear about somebody, like somebody that's always been a bit sort of strange or they're a bit wired a bit differently, and it's because they had like one big night out or they were dropped on the head as a kid or whatever, or they took something and never really came down from it. That explains a lot about you. I, I, I think, I think your month in Vegas was formative. Do you know what I mean? It, it answers a lot of questions about. You know, like if somebody said, "Oh, do you, do you know about um, do you know about uh, Tom's?" But like he spent a month in Vegas, never been the same since. Honestly, like in what way? He just sort of makes up shit. And um, do you know he like when he's having stomach problems, he sticks a pebble up his ass. You know, stuff like that. Mate, they say he never really fully recovered from that four weeks in Vegas. It was a pretty wild time, I've got to say. It's a pretty wild time. What was the, what was the maddest thing you did out there? Uh... I don't know what I could say or I could admit to on this the pod, uh, podcast. Uh, we got we went to this mad rave in the middle, like out in the desert, and then had no way of getting home. And it took us a day and a half to get walk back to Vegas from where we were trying to hitchhike, um, like stopping at weird little places. It was fucking a mad. And then basically, sort of, yeah, got jumped in a car park by a load of sort of like. Do you remember bum fighting? Do I remember what? 
Bum fighting. Bum fighting. Yeah. No, what's that? It was like a it was a massive thing in the like sort of late nineties, early part of this, and it was basically it was like early internet shit, and it was like these assholes would go out and they basically give like I, I mean it was ambiguous whether it was definitely homeless people, but basically they put a plate of beans down on the floor and two blokes had to fight for the food, right? This is one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't like involved in it. I'm just saying that that like we basically were walking through and what this guy basically like offered me like wanted to fight me for, and I was like I didn't want to fight him. And hold on, this guy assumed that you were a a bum, a vagrant. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, okay. And then he basically uh, launched himself at me, and sort of my friend. Did you, said, even though you weren't homeless, think to yourself, "I quite fancy a plate of booze," and well, so yeah, just went for it. But also, I had money, and I was sort of like, I wasn't broke. It would have felt fucking. Well, a bit of a low, giving him a kick in, and then eating his food. So I sort of basically, in the end, it got broken up, and they, they sort of explained to him that I wasn't a vagrant. Um, I just was sort of on a bit of a sort of. I'd been on a bit of a wild night, and I was a bit sort of right, rough and ready. Okay. Fine. But um, and he got the food. But yeah, it was a big thing. It was a horrible thing. I don't I can't believe you don't remember it. It was like a really horrible part of the society for a while. No, I've got no, I've yeah. no concept. But Vegas is Vegas is a wild. I, I adore it, but I don't know if I could ever go back. Yeah, I don't think you should. Uh, although it might knock you back, you might come back just like really sort of like what, like you know like when you bang your head and if you bang your head again it sort of like yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. I've, what I'm saying is maybe you need to go for another month in Vegas. I don't know. Yeah, again, I think. Like planning out my year this year, if I go for a month with you in Australia and then say to Catherine, well, when I get back, I want to spend November in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think I, think I might, might go back there this year in July for the fight fight week. That could be quite fun. Yeah, maybe that maybe that would change. You might come back different. Although you'd be less lovable, I think. What? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, go on, hit me with. Bulgaria. I'm just going to wait for the rest of these. Home of the Thracians. Yeah, Thracians is their army, uh, by the way. Rose Thracians is that? Uh, yeah, Rose Oil. Rose oil? Fucking hell. It's split. Bul- Bulgaria's a worldwide leader in pr- producing roses and rose oil. Yeah, rose oil there is lovely. I've had a bath with it. It's beautiful. Arguably, say a split squat is being used a lot more than rose oil, but anyway. Okay. Uh, hot springs. What? Oh, man, what are they hanging on to here? Who's done this list? What idiot's done this list? Uh, some sort of Bulgarian travel <laughs> agent thing. Uh, next one. They should have let me bloody do this. And next one for you. Well, you just have split squats in all ten entries. <laughs> uh, number seven, Bulgarian yogurt. Bulgarian, <laughs> mate. I've had their yogurt. It's not even. It's not any better than the yogurt we've got over here. I wouldn't be shouting from the rooftops about yogurt if I was them. They've got a load. Like the split squats are dead. De- oh look, I think that this person's obviously someone who's never done a split squat. It's incredible what the split squat does. Um, okay. Uh, number eight, Cyrillic script. What was that? What even is that? The Cyrillic... Why are you getting so angry? What is your problem with Bulgarians? <laughs> I love Bulgarians, but I'm... Di- I, mate, it doesn't I'm, sound like... It doesn't sound like... I've probably sp- any entry that isn't fucking split squats, you're getting mate, a laggy I'm going to tell you now, Rom, I've spent more time in Bulgaria than you have, all right? Definitely. With it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, certainly. I've never been. So well, I, there's not, it's not I a was, massive accolade. I spent a, like a month to six weeks a year, like, of a year... For three years in a row in Bulgaria. So that is my... Yes, I know, I know. You guys were taking advantage of the cheap filming out there. Yeah, I'm fully aware. You exploited the workforce out there. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> Mate, they're an amazing workforce, and I keep in touch with each and every one, well, not all of them, because some of them didn't like me, but look, quite a lot of them, right? Some of them, yeah. I will say this, a lot of them didn't 
fight. Like they they didn't quite get my way. They they they're quite a the masculinity is a big thing over there. Yeah, there's right. a quite a sort of like pseudo aggression when it comes to sort of like they didn't quite get the self derogatory thing, and they used to laugh at sort of when I got scared of stuff quite a lot out there. I had a similar situation where when I did the um, the Albanian uh, misadventures. Yeah, I mean, um, Albanians are really tough. Well, they, they're they tough, but also they didn't understand my humour at all. No. Like, like, they just don't get... Like, I think they sort of feel like a comedian's got to be, like, high energy and sort of all over the place. Have you ever like, watched like, any... Like, yeah, like, yeah. Have you seen watched any of their comedy? No, I haven't. Is it good? No, no, no. It's very, yeah, it's very that. It's right. very big and in your face. But they're very like funny people. But there's a lot of yeah, like, no, yeah. they, they, they were nice, but they couldn't understand one how I was a comedian and two how I was being allowed to host a BBC show with the way that I was. I mean, they found it absolutely mystifying. And then I went and did like a, it's in the show. It's in the actual show. I went and did like their version of this morning, or and um, while the. The guys were interviewing me. Apparently, in the gallery, they were saying to me, "They were saying to them, is he ill? Why is he being so?" <laughs> I do remember this. Like actually. low energy. Yeah, yeah. So, when uh, uh, when we were uh, translation when we were filming uh, action team out there, we had to do a stunt where uh, I had to jump from a bridge onto the back of a train. Um, so it was like me jumping from this quite high bridge onto a. In the end, it was like a crash mat, but the bridge was very high, and I was sort of chatting to James, the director, and. Uh, Andy Burton, the producer, uh, saying about how quite how scared and terrified I was, and sort of Andy had to go to sort of the stunt team and some of the other sort of Bulgarian crew and said, "Oh look, you know, we, we might have to look at a stuntman doing this because Tom's a bit scared." Uh, and the the roar of laughter that came from these guys, and they were, and it wasn't like it was like behind my back. One of them just came up and went, um, uh, I spoke to the producer. He says that you are scared, and then he just started laughing. And I went, "Yeah, no, it's quite scary because it's a big fall onto a crash mat, and I'm not really trained with that." And he went, "So you're scared?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then he went back and told everyone, and they all individually sort of came over, sort of just asking like if I was scared. And it wasn't like in a sympathetic way. They all wanted to hear it from the yeah the terrified horse's mouth that mm, I was that I was really yeah, scared. That is. A, have you just done a thumbs? Have you up? just done a thumbs up to that? No, that wasn't where's me. That, that wasn't from? me. I don't know. Where's where's this from? I don't know. I've not done that. Even have I. That's mad. <laughs> been hacked. We're just on the FaceTime and I, there's been a... Okay, I'm just going to whip through these. Oh, okay, come on. Uh, number nine, uh, famous landmarks and UNESCO sites. And number 10, famous Bulgarians. So... Like nothing about Stoichkov or Berbatov by name, which is a bit. Well, I mean, they've, I guess they've, they've named famous Bulgarians. Sto- actually, Stoichkov is in there. Uh, Stamen Grigorov, the scientist who Lechkov? discovered the Bulgar. No, uh, Grigor Dimitrov, tennis player. Yeah. Veselin Topolov, chess grandmaster. Um, Nina Dobrev, actress. Uh, what about? Hold up! 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 I can just about, just about fathom why there is like no mention of split squats. But if you are telling me now that the person who's invented split squats hasn't even been put in there, I will literally—I don't know if I could—I don't—I'll never go back to Bulgaria. Oh no! Hold on, listen. Uh, Andrew Heberov, inventor of the split squat. Is that really? Is that true? No. <laughs> oh, you prick! 
Is Andrew Heberoff the guy who invented them, though? No, I just made that name up. Oh, that's a good name. <laughs> I love the idea that his name would be Andrew. That's a really good... Touche, sir, touche. <laughs> While talking about uh, manliness, uh, this week, weekend, I went to uh, went out to Switzerland and France to film something I'm not really allowed to talk about, but... Uh, have you been? Have you done the ski whole ski thing before? You, you're, you're, you've been skiing, haven't you? Mm, not really. I did like I did I did a bit of skiing when I was a kid, and then I did some skiing for Misadventures when we went to uh, uh, Bosnia. But I was shit. Was that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's no, no, it's it's a fucking hard thing to do anyway. I look at it and think I'll never be. I haven't got the t-. as a big man as a tall man. It's just almost impossible. Um. But the whole fucking rigmarole of it is insane, isn't it? The size of it for everything. Like I didn't realise I'd never been I've never been to a ski resort. I quite like the snow, I've got to say. I enjoyed that vibe, enjoyed how the snow looks. Enjoy the look of it all. I just and I'd like to go back, but I just don't think I'd I would never be able to ski. I, I just haven't got that in me. Um and I, then then is it weird if you go to a ski resort and you're there and people go, Oh, have you been out on the slopes? And you're like, No, I'm I'm just here because I like snow. Uh yeah, I think that's super weird, yeah. Do you really? Uh, well, I mean, what to, to spend that money to go out there and just like, what were you doing? You're just doing the. I say at pro ski, at pro ski suggests it's after skiing, but you wouldn't be doing any skiing, so you just be doing. We are just, be, yeah, yeah. Because what would you do? Just hang about. At pro, at pro. No, I know, after. I know. That's, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm. So, no, I'll yeah. Because I always thought at pro meant like drinking. My God. <laughs> Can I just say this, by the way? This is yeah. an interesting one. So I don't speak a lot of French. Um, which it might shock you, but uh, what I did notice when you're out there, right? Because where we were was nearly all French people because we were in mm. France. Um, what I noticed, right, is if you just say, like, come up to me and pretend you're a French person, just say, like, yeah, so okay. smile. Uh, uh, bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> if you do that, they'll laugh along. And then if they, you haven't got to say anything else, but they think you probably are quite French. They all sort of like smile, laugh. Sort of I don't like, think they think you're. I don't, Tom. I don't think they think you're French. I think Mate, it's more met- likely they think you're Lenny from Mice and Men. <laughs> no, but no. I I found a way of breaking. Like I was always like bonjour, like quite nervous. But the more relaxed I was, with, bonjour. <laughs> that sound, that's that's like, yeah. I think they would have thought you've got some sort of issue. Really? <laughs> I don't think they think you're French, mate. They, they go, I just found walking they around, go bonjour, walking around. and then you just go bonjour and start laughing. That's yeah, no, fucking, that looks I, no, fucking like insane. A, no, it's not when you go hello, mate. Yeah, it's, yeah. If somebody did that to me, I, I, I think what the hell's going on? Really? If, if I said hello to you and you went hello and start cracking up, I go, what's the problem? Right. When we were walking around the slopes, right, and I'd walk past people and I'd sort of see someone or they'd give me a bit of a look, I'd go bonjour <laughs> like that. And they felt like it felt quite a like nice thing, like they sort of oh, friendly, hearty laugh at the end of it. Mm, you, know, you know, like in sort of I don't know, like sort of the old times when you'd sort of go into a like I don't know what they call like uh, pubs uh, out in France, uh, le poops, I guess. But if um... <laughs> le poops, <laughs> le poops, le poops. Okay. Right, if they if they then go if they then go in and there's a guy behind the bar and it's a warm heart, hello, bonjour. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, I've like it meant everyone like a lot of people we were with were like, oh fucking hell, people are really like you, didn't they? So people were laughing along with me. 
Mm. I, I, I think you were in your own sort of created version of the Truman Show where you sort of felt like everybody was really getting on with you and the people that you're with thought that you were really smashing it. When actually what was probably happening was it was a story going around about some sort of like uh, lunatic that's sort of wandering around the, um, the resort. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. they just sort of quite a lot of people don't engage him, but just if he starts laughing, just laugh along. <laughs> well, it's quite interesting. It's quite a few people ask me for directions as well, which I thought I actually took as a big compliment. They probably thought I looked French, and French people are quite cool and stylish. So I actually fucking. What nice did you stylish. say when they asked for your directions? Bonjour. No, <laughs> uh, but people come up and ask me for directions in French, and then I'd say, Ah, ça va? No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. And yeah. then would you start laughing? No, 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 I'd be quite serious then. So, no, well, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a hor- that would be a horrible thing to do. If someone asks you for direction, you go, I don't know, and then start cracking up. A couple came up and started speaking quite quickly in French. And I think there are, from what I could uh, like ascertain, they were after a minibus. I said, no, mini, no, 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 no minibus. No mini-. And I sort of made a motion like I was driving. No, no, no. So maybe they thought I was a minibus driver. I don't know. Again, yeah, you know, it could be seen as a compliment because I don't drive. So, but then I'm covering a layer of someone who might, which is sort of quite nice to think that's how people think of me. <laughs> you don't know. Listen, I, you know, I, I I think it's good for you to find positives where you can, man. And the fact that they mistook you for a minibus driver, for you to take that as something that would give you a boost, I think is a real, you know, it's a real, it's a real sign of what a wonderful person you are. But also, really that, while we were out there, we had we did a bit of camping. Most overrated thing ever in the in in the world. I go as far as say campfires. No, no, okay, why? Number one, right, they're quite nice to actually sit around, toast some marshmallows on, toast a bit of chocolate. Yeah, right? and that's, that's all that anybody thinks they're good for. So there you go. So when you say overrated, actually what camp, campfires are is perfectly rated. Mate, but they will ruin everything that you're wearing and essentially your hygiene for three days afterwards. I still why smell the smoke Why they your now. hygiene? Because I've had like showers, I still smell the smoke. Like it's in me and I haven't even got hair. But it's in me, the smell of smoke. It's in my pores. It's ruined a lovely fucking jacket and a pair of tracksuit bombs. Did you think about moving round to the other side of the fire and away from the direction that the well, smoke was blowing Well, in the into? usual situation, I would have done, Ramesh. But in this situation, mm. as you're well aware, having been done a lot of these travelogues, the camera angle was at me and I couldn't really turn around after they'd set the cameras up during the night in the fucking snow and go, oh, excuse me, I'm getting snow, like smoke on me. Can we tell? You know, I felt like that's a bit of a shit move. Yeah, so, okay, that is a shit move. So, actually, the point you want to make is filming by a campfire is overrated. Yeah, no, right? I mean, Because yeah. the, the truth is, if you, if it was... So, what you've done there is you've taken a situation where you had to sit in the smoke and you've blamed the campfire for that. When, actually, in reality, you could just move, but you can't because you're filming, because you're Mr. Showbiz, a secret project you can't talk about. And you're, and you're having a go... You're having a go at the campfire. It's not the campfire's fault, is it? If I was down the pub... And I don't know, I saw like some marshmallows, some sticks, uh, a tent, and then the campfire's like sat on its own, just like looking all miserable and sorry for itself. I got to the campfire, you go, you're right, man. You go, well, not really, no. So, no, uh, somebody's right, been, no, sp- somebody's been spreading out. a horrible, somebody's spreading a horrible rumor about it. You go, well, what's that? What's that? I put my arm around them. I go, oh, you're a bit warm there, Mr. Campfire. What's, what's the problem? And the campfire would go, well, it's just, you know, I pour out smoke, as everybody knows. It's not, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. And I always, you know, always hope that people move out of the way of the smoke. However, there was a guy that was doing some like sort of secret showbiz project that you can't talk about on the podcast. And he was sat down in the in the path of the smoke, and he's chosen to, you know, he had to sit there because of the filming. Oh, and no, now no, he's chosen no, no, to blame no. me for that. 
I, I'll say this. I've been at a number of campfires, even when I'm not in sitting sitting directly where the smoke is going, I'd say that campfire... I've not had any positive memories of campfires. I wouldn't okay. go well, away. That's really sad. That's I wouldn't really go sad. and say, oh, fucking... Get, I've, I've, oh, that was a great campfire. I'd sort of shake your voice out. You were in the Scouts, weren't you? Yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. How do so you know do about you that? Must, do you must... What? How do you, how you, you told know? me about it. Yeah. So you're still... I was the only kid uh, who didn't get any badges. <laughs> yeah, because you're sitting there fucking whinging about the campfire, probably. No. You know, this is a weird one. I don't know if I've told this story before on here. Uh, we went on a scout trip once, right? And the first night that we went on the scout trip, uh, we all got in the tent. It was a six-man tent, so we all got in. Uh, I was sleeping next to the door. I woke up that morning at the bottom of the hill uh, next, like a little stream. That like I'd been rolled out of the tent. Mm. Sort of, I just woke up and I was just like, what the fuck? And uh, I had no idea what had happened. Um, sort of went back up in my sleeping bag, sort of hopped back up to the um, uh, tent. And all the other boys were laughing, obviously, um, and said that I'd been sort of like talking in my sleep and snoring a bit. So they'd sort of picked me up in my sleep and sort of placed me down by the, the river. And that was sort of how the whole week weekend went actually mm, it was a brief I'm sorry you had that experience no no wonder yeah. no wonder campfires are so traumatic for you were you in the scouts or in other camps no no I wasn't I can imagine you as a little beaver like when you were younger the only experience I've had of the of this, you really loved, like, really enjoyed that, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know why it's just funny. Just the idea of you still being a beaver when you're forty five. The uh, <laughs> the only time I've ever had any experience with the scouts is filming King Gary when we did that little. Oh really? That like, little excursion into the yeah, woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, a, did, there I didn't laugh very long. There wasn't there. Do you remember? Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, I didn't really get near it. I sort of no. yeah. Well, it was it was artificial, it. wasn't it? Not artificial, but like it had like gas yeah. pumped into it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I like those ones. They're quite mm. cool. Yeah, you're like a gas fire. Yeah, mm. I, I would say that, yeah, I, I didn't last very well in the Scouts. I didn't last long. It was one of those things that my mum had got me to do to sort of try burn off some energy mm. and sort of like join a club that I might be good at the thing that I joined. I was awful at it. But, yeah. It's sort of a weird thing, isn't it? Because it's sort of quite dated because the stuff that it teaches you and you learn really now in 2024 doesn't have much bearing in a sense. Like making well, campfires and cording wood. I mean, oh, you know, there's an, there's an argument that as we... Are you mates with Bear Grylls, by the way? No. Do you know him? Have you met him? I did Jonathan Ross with him once, yeah. Can I just say that he must, they must have known that he was going to be what he was when he was they named him. He couldn't have worked if he'd been working in fucking like a call center for insurance. I had to call you up and go, "Hello, I'm Bear Grylls." You're like, oh, mate. I can. He would have had to do what he's doing, right? You think? Yeah, because you can't keep. We keep bear. Yeah, Bear Grylls. Yeah. Are you under the impression that his parents christened him Bear? Yeah, I think that. Well, of course they did. That's his name. That's what he calls himself. Isn't that it? is what he calls himself. But that's not. His, I mean, are you under the impression that Fifty Cent was christened that at his birth? Well, that's, well, fifty no, because rap, rap, being a rapper is a different. Basically, being a fucking international fucking rap star isn't a big shot that you've got a call name like Fifty Cent. You've called yourself that, mm. right? Being a big scout that travels around the world and calls you—if you've called yourself Bear Grylls, then there's got to be a steward's inquiry. I'm sorry. His name is Edward. I, I, I think from Edward you can see how he got to Bear, right? No. What? You're you're winding me up. 
Oh, what, Edward, Ted, Teddy, Bear? Why are you rolling your, why are you rolling your eyes? Oh, just like, fucking give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. If that's the excuse he's made, he should have called himself Teddy Bear. It's fucking ridiculous. I, I've all, the only buy I've given him is the fact I thought that's what the name he was christened with, was Bear Grylls. I thought, fair enough, your parents called you that, you've made the most of it. Hats off to you. Well done. You didn't, you, no, you, didn't, fa- you didn't think fair. You, you, Tom, 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 stop. You didn't think fair enough. You were f- f- moaning about it. You were absolutely furious about the fact that he was called Bear. Yeah, yeah. Let- no, no, no. I was, no, I was like, I, but I could at least understand your parents give you that name and you've got to fucking make the most of it. I still think it's a silly name, but I'm like, <laughs> but if you've called yourself Bear Gr- where how did he go down to the fucking name changing office and say, oh, hey, how are you doing? I'm Edward Grills, Eddie Grills. Yeah. Uh, I want to change my name. All right, cool, fair enough. What are you changing it to? Bear. What the fuck? What are you doing? Well, I don't think he's. Cha- I think he's actually changed. I'll tell you it. what. I, he, what he needs is a good couple of mates. He needs a friend who does a podcast. He go. All right. Yeah, I've had a few beers, mate. But the whole bear thing's insane. I know you were talking it up last yeah. night. Is he? Yeah. Actually, so I've never heard of anyone. I'll be honest with you, mate. I agree with you, and I, I, I think animal nicknames are so dumb. I hope you're enjoying the Wolf and <laughs> Our podcast, by the way. Um, yeah, but neither of us. I don't go around calling myself Wolf Davis. I'm not going to go on Jonathan Ross and go. Oh, can you call me Wolf Davis? Yeah, but what if what if the podcast got really big and then people just start calling you Wolf? You just have to accept it. it like sometimes people do call me Wolf. Nicknames are yeah, thrust a, upon it's you. It's not a nickname, though, is it? It's not a nickname. You don't know. He's not called Edward Bear Grylls. It's, I know. What I bet you had to Google his name was Edward. No one, everyone would know I'm Tom Davis. But some occasionally I might be getting called the Wolf because I do a podcast where I call myself the Wolf. But, yeah, vis-a-vis with you and the owl. But no one knows that that's his actual name. Well, my, name, my, name, my name's not Romesh. Yeah, well, yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah. at least with Romesh, I can see that it's like, it's you didn't like the name Jonathan. <laughs> right? You've upgraded, mate. If anything, I look at the name Romesh and go, it's distinctive, it's very you. I can't imagine you by any other name. But it's not flashing, showing off. Calling yourself Bear. What is a bear? It's king of the fucking woods, mate. So he fancies himself anyway by calling yeah. it. Okay. I do. I will say this: I don't agree with people giving themselves those sorts of nicknames. You don't know if he's given himself the nickname Tom. He might. He might have been given to him. You've met him. I've watched him on TV. No one's calling him Bear. <laughs> no one. Squirrel, maybe. No one's calling that fella Bear. You're not getting any army of him and going, oh, this guy's had a couple of beers with Bear. And I don't, I don't, Eddie, listen, Eddie, I don't, Eddie don't Tom, Tom, he's not called Bear because he looks like a fucking bear. All right. Yeah, but what is it? He's got no bear tendencies. I've t- yeah, but it, you don't have. To- Listen, I'm telling you, I've told you what I think the origins of the name. Um, by the way, I, I'm. Mate, fact- that by the way is if that is the origins of the name. Uh, origins of the name that is, if I'm going to be completely honest, that's quite embarrassing for him. Why is it embarrassing? If he's gone, oh well, if he's gone, oh Edward, Eddie, Teddy, Teddy Bear, and then he's joined the ar- army and he's first aid of battalion. Someone's gone. Oh, what was your name? Oh, they call me Bear. Why do they call you Bear? Well, let's trace it back. Bear, Teddy Bear. Well, I don't, Eddie, I don't think Edward. I don't think anyone else would have to have it explained to them, Tom. Do you know what <laughs> no, I mean? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I I I had no idea that's what you were getting at. Okay, listen. I've looked it up. Right? How did Be- I've googled? How did Bear Grylls get his name? His okay, real cool. name is. Edward. I like this new addition to the show. By the way, mm. like the sort of uh, the the. The googling thing feels mm. like we could have probably done with this in early episodes. Right? Yeah, so it's uh, when when how far into the podcast did the wolf and I discover Google? <laughs> um, his real name is Edward Grills. 
but his sister gave him the nickname Bear when he was a week old. Right, because of, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, still it's, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what's, that, that, what's, happened now, what's happened now is that feels fairly okay, but you've realised that you've, you've gone down the road of being angry about it, and now you're just sort of being a little grump. No, if anything, I, 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 I still... You look. You what? You've, what you've done there is you right, paint okay. yourself into a right. corner. Can you I, have no, to be I'm angry about. Say, right? No, 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 no. I'm going to say this. Right? When I was a kid, right? One of my uncles used to call me floppy because the way I walked. Right? I used to have like quite a. Right. Okay. You remember like the old Seven Up advert with Fido Dido and how yeah. he used to walk? I used to walk like that, quite right. floppy. So he called me floppy. I'm not running about town calling myself Floppy Davis, am I? Yeah, because it obviously it didn't right. stick. You're not going to keep a nickname because one uncle just sort of occasionally... He's done the same thing with his sister. Well, it must have obviously taken off. To, I mean, they're not going to give the whole background. It's not going to be... His real name is Edward Grills, but his sister gave him the nickname Bear when he was a week old. The family liked it. They started to refer to him as that. And then that is what he... Yeah, it's not it's going to a do family, that It's shit, an it? family nickname. But then when he telling me when he went to school, on his first day at school when he was five, he went, oh, my name... Edward Grills! Oh, sorry, everyone calls me Bear. It's like... And that was it. I mean, I reckon he has spent his whole life just running from Edward, and he's never found his inner Edward, and that's probably why he is the way he is in a lot of ways. Okay, it's it's a it's a complete. I mean, uh, it's an, yet another example of you getting needlessly angry about something that's completely reasonable. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just find it insane. I'm sorry. I find it insane. At some point in his life, he's going to have to let the bear go and become Edward. He might do. He might retire and go, do you know what? I, I've decided to be myself. I'm going to be Edwards. And, and if he does, Where I, do you I've just got with, no like, bear, right? In your list of like army people that you like the most, of like because they've got a few on TV now, where does Bear sit? I've got one champion who I adore, and that's, uh, that's the guy I love. Who's your champion? Foxy from uh, SAS. Oh, my God. I love... Mate, I love Foxy. That is such a great oh, shout. Here's one from Jason Fox. Foxy. That's a fucking easy nickname. Foxy. Hello, okay. Foxy. Okay. Hey. Well, right. Here's a public service announcement from the Wolf and Our podcast. If you are getting a nickname, can you please get one that Tom can understand and comprehend? <laughs> and and, and yeah, just, so, just so you know, that is going to be a very, very narrow remit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, could I just... Right, right, okay. Me, you and... Right. We're first day in the army, you're standing there. Um, Hello, mate. What's your name? Oh, I'm Jason Fox. People call me Foxy. Oh, that's understandable. What's your name? I'm Edward Grills. Everyone calls me Bear. What? Well, you know, like, and then he goes through that. It's dip, mate. It's a whole different shtick. I'm sorry. Like, you know, look, Bear Grills is probably a nice guy, and I don't want to talk out of turn, right? I just think Jason Fox is way cooler. If you were well, a, couple this- of th- a couple, a couple of things I've got to say to you. First of all, you don't want to talk out of turn. That ship has sailed. <laughs> Secondly. What would actually happen is if somebody go, my name's Jason Fox, people call me Foxy, and then we go, yeah, that's okay. And then the next person would go, my name's Ed Grills, and everyone calls me Bear. And then you'd go, why the fuck do they do that? And then I have to say, I'm so sorry about my friend. He's a fucking idiot. So he, he, he can't make that connection. <laughs> Apologies. And then your nickname, your nickname will probably be Thicko. To go, how come you call Thicker? Oh, it's because um, this guy called Edwards and his nickname's Bear, and they gave me like oh, a, well, a they, gave, they gave me a week and I couldn't figure it out. 
they put me in solitary confinement and they said, when you figured out why Edward becomes bear, you could come out of this place. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Anyway, if you've got any dirty washing, lads. <laughs> Is that how you became the janitor? Um, <laughs> Right, Tomo, should we wrap this up? Because this is the set, the quality on this is a, 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 abysmal, isn't it? So should we? Um... I, I've not listened back. I'm hoping this is recorded because it's been well, quite I'm sure. episode. Oh actually. no, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? In the end, um, yeah, I found I, it I very it disconcerting. Okay. I'm going to sort out my internet and then hopefully we can do a proper one. Should we do? An, should we try and do, uh, actually JT will cut us out because we never keep yeah. our promises. But we'll try yeah, and do well, another. We should one try. Yeah, we yeah. should try. Yeah. Okay. All right. right, let's do it. Hmm. Sky, clouds, seas, sand, grass, mud. These are the mainstays of an earth. But you know what the funny thing is? They're always there. So we just take them for granted. Unlike friends and foes and horses and sheep and dogs and cats and other living things, they come and go. Truth is, in life, it's really easy to disregard things that you put your feet on or might just put like a cup on even though tables can sometimes be thrown out. <laughs> well, the point is, it's nice to respect people and things and breathing stuff. But actually, every now and again, look around you. Look at the world around you and just say, wow, look at that grass. Grass. Just, <laughs> just flexing in the, in the wind. Wow. Snow's just fallen and it will be gone soon. Huh. Was it just an illusion? And maybe... That's what life is. Just a big illusion. That is absolutely yeah, yeah. wonderful, Tomo. Thank really, you. Cheers. Thank you, bro. Really, Thank you. Really, yeah. really It feels nice. good. It felt, felt good. It felt nice. Uh, I would like to take us out with uh, um, uh, an old school R&B, sort of new Jack Swing classic, and a song that I think Tom's really going to love. I don't know if you've heard this song. It's by High Five, and it's called I Like The Way, open brackets, The Kissing Game. Close brackets. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a bit of that. Kissing it's a little feel good go. new Jack Swing tune. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The Wolf for Now. I can announce that, well, I can't announce, I've not discussed this with Tom yet, but Tom, we've had a lot of emails for film pitches. So I think we should do a bonus episode where we just get into the film pitches oh, wow. and, and have let's a little discussion that. on that. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. So good. look out for that. Right. Uh, guys, thank you Big so much love. for listening. I'll see you soon. <laughs> we'll see you soon. From the Big wolf love. and the owl, bye bye. Or the thicko and brains. <laughs> uh, Poops. <laughs>